I think every musician at some stage has had an idea of what their dream gig might be. For some, it might be touring with a super famous band or artist playing large-scale arenas. For some, it might be being a top-call session musician. And for others, it might be playing on Broadway. Whatever the goal is though, I think the main thing that stops people from achieving their dream gig is taking action. So today I want to share with you exactly how I managed to land my dream gig at 19 years old and walk you through the top five things that I think you can do to help get you closer to landing yours. What's up everyone, welcome to Drummer's Perspective. My name is Ben Todd and I'm here to help broaden your scope of what's possible as a drummer. If you're new to the channel, thank you so much for being here. Please subscribe and hit that notification bell just so you get a heads up next time I'm putting a video out. Just by you being here, I wanna say thank you from the very start by offering you a free downloadable PDF guide. It's my seven ways to attract more work as a drummer. This guide will really help to take you from where you are now to making yourself a more versatile, adaptable and employable drummer. If you're looking for some new ways to attract more work, but using your drumming as a foundation, then this guide is perfect for you. Head to drummersperspective.com slash seven ways and grab that guide. Now, if you're anything like me, at some point along your drumming journey, you've seen another drummer playing a certain gig or with a certain band or artist or in a particular venue and thinking to yourself, man, I would love to do that gig. If only I could achieve a gig like that, that would be the best. That right there is having the feeling of a dream gig. Now, for some drummers, those dreams change almost on a daily basis, and for others, they're solidified and stuck with right from the very beginning. For me, I still remember the feeling of seeing the show that made me realize what my dream gig was back when I was 10 years old. And in that moment, I knew exactly what my end goal was. Now, that brings me to the first step of what I think is super important when you're trying to chase your dream gig, and that is, number one, start with a goal. Think about your dream gig for a minute. What does it feel like? What does it look like? What does it sound like? Imagine yourself playing your dream gig and putting yourself in the shoes of that drummer. Feels pretty good, right? Now, from there, I want you to write that dream gig down. It can be on a notepad, in your phone, in your computer, anywhere. Just turn that idea and that dream into a physical thing. Now, turning ideas and dreams into physical, tangible things written down has got a multitude of psychological benefits that are a little too deep to jump into in this video, although we may address them in future videos. But the benefits that I've found from doing this kind of exercise have been so huge in my career so far. Now, it doesn't have to be super specific, but the more specific, the better. And we'll find out why a little bit later on in the video. It'll be hard to just say, I want to be in a famous band or something like that. Try and narrow it down a little bit more and be a little bit more specific and that will really help you in the long run. First step, write out your goals, ideas and dreams somewhere that you know is accessible at any point. I mentioned that I saw a show when I was 10 years old that made me realize what my dream gig was. Well, that show was a Cirque du Soleil show. It was back in 1999 and my family took me there and I still remember that feeling of just being completely overwhelmed by this incredible spectacle. I'd never seen anything like it in my life. It was an instant, I wanna do that moment. And from that point on, I knew that one day that gig was gonna be mine, no matter what. There was something about the combination of this killing band, incredible acrobatics in this really, really unique environment of an intimate big top that made me just completely fall in love with the whole thing. I think it's then that I realized that I love the combination of an incredible band being part of something bigger than just the band. Now don't get me wrong, I love 
all forms of musical performance, whether it's a small jazz gig in the corner of a bar or a huge rock arena show. But for me, I think I really just love the idea of being a member of a band that was part of something bigger than just the band itself. My dad tells the story of my family and I leaving that particular show and me turning around to them and saying, I'm going to do that one day. And although I don't remember that specifically, I can certainly see it being true. From that moment on, I had my dream gig in my sights and I was going to stop at nothing until I made it a reality. The second thing I think you can do when you're trying to make your way a little bit closer to your dream gig is to take a step back and ask yourself the question, where am I now? If your dream gig called you tomorrow and asked you to go on tour with them or to play with them, would you feel ready? If not, what are the steps that you would need to take to get there? Now, this is a really, really good exercise to do. If you're feeling frustrated that you're not making your way closer to your dream gig, really imagine what it would be like if they called you tomorrow and said, hey, come and play with us. If you're really honest with yourself, I think you'll realize that you've probably got a little bit of work to do before you feel really ready. Now, don't get me wrong. You're never going to feel 100% and prepared for your dream gig if the opportunity ever came up. But there are certainly things that you can do in the meantime to give yourself the best chance if an opportunity did come knocking. Now, for me, I actually had the opportunity to do an in-person audition for my dream gig back when I was 15 years old. I remember it so, so vividly, but in the end, I just wasn't ready for many, many reasons. It was the craziest story, though, because the Cirque du Soleil show was actually in my hometown of Adelaide and needed a sub-drummer to come and play the show pretty much that night. I remember the story of the MD calling the local drum store because this was before social media and Facebook and Instagram and anything like that. So the MD called the local drum store and said, I need a drummer to come and play our show tonight. Who can you recommend? They actually recommended a friend of mine to go and learn the show as best they could and get through as much of it as they could with minimal rehearsal. But from there, they started the audition process and started reaching out to other drummers who might be interested to come and do the gig long term. I knew the guys at the drum store really, really well, and they had known that Cirque du Soleil was a dream gig of mine, so they actually suggested me to this particular MD. The MD was gracious enough to let me come and audition for the show in the big top. Now, I remember being so, so nervous for it. Had to take the day off school. My family drove me there. It was the craziest thing, and I prepared the material as best as a 15-year-old drummer could who was nervous, and I think I got through it okay, and in the end, the MD, I think, was actually prepared to bring me on the road, but I just was too young. Now, if I look back now in hindsight at all the things I would have missed out on, if I'd have gone on tour when I was 15 years old, I know I'd be a completely different person today. All of the musical development, personal development, relationship development that I did from that point up until now would have me probably on a very, very different path. At the time, though, it was completely soul-destroying and crushing. I finally had the opportunity to achieve my dream gig at 15 years old and the fact that I didn't get it because I wasn't ready for so many reasons was devastating to me. But looking back now with clear vision, I know this was for the best. The third point I think you can focus on when you're trying to get a little bit closer to your dream gig is to expand your contacts. Try and make new contacts and connections in the circles of musicians relevant to where you want to go. Now this can be easier said than done at times, especially if your dream gig is to say play on Broadway. You want to make connections with the musicians that are playing on Broadway, but if you live in another country, then that can be really challenging. You have to ask yourself some serious questions and 
really think about how serious you are about getting that dream gig. Does that involve you moving to New York? Similar to if you want to play on some big arena tours, perhaps you have to think about moving to the city that those tours originate from. Now, that's not to say that these dreams and goals are impossible without moving, especially with the use of YouTube and Instagram to film yourself and promote yourself, but it can certainly speed up the process if you are physically in the same location where you can go out and talk to people and make these connections in the circles that are going to help you get where you want to go. Now, if you're not based in a city where it seems like there's a clear path to make connections with the circles of musicians that you want to be associated with, you kind of have three options. Number one, look for musicians in your community who are sharing a similar vision to you. They might be playing the same kind of genre or at the same level that you want to play at and just do everything you can to be more involved with them. Number two is to simply just move to the cities where these musicians live. As I said before, if you want to play on Broadway, you're probably going to have a better chance of getting that gig a little quicker if you physically move to New York. Now, you do have to ask yourself some serious questions and think about how committed you are to your dream gig. But if you're willing to make those kind of sacrifices and move to a new city, then you're going to give yourself a much better chance. Number three, though, is something that I did a lot. And that is just do everything you can to reach out and make connections with the musicians coming through your town playing with the gigs and shows that you want to do. Anytime a Cirque du Soleil show came through town, I always messaged the drummer and asked to hang out for a coffee or lunch or a chat or the best was actually when I got to shadow them play a show. For me, I come from a relatively small town in Australia. It's certainly not where Cirque originated and for sure not where many big tours or theatre shows originate from. So I always did my best to make connections and contacts with the people that came through my town. If you're able to get any time at all to hang out, chat, make connections, and better yet, shadow these musicians who are doing the kinds of gigs that you want to do one day by reaching out to them when they come through your town, then it's the best you can do if you come from a relatively small city. The fourth thing I think you can do when you're trying to achieve your dream goal is to actually start to share your goals with people. Now, this is a really important one. Similar to writing your goals down and turning them into a physical thing, the act of verbally speaking out your goals and sharing them with other people can have tremendous effects. You just don't know who might be able to help you along your way. And if you keep your goals and dreams to yourself, you're really limiting the possibility of other people helping you along your way. Sometimes when you start to share your dreams and goals with people, you might get reactions like, oh, that's really interesting. I had no idea that you were into that kind of music or interested in playing that kind of show. I actually know someone who is in that scene or has a connection with someone who's in that scene. And those kind of results you just don't know you're going to get until you start to verbalize your goals and share them with other people, not just yourself. Manifesting your goals and making them known to other people can really, really have great effects. And I've had that happen to me many points along my career. Now, I certainly don't believe in just saying your goals out loud and then sitting back and waiting for them to happen. But I do really think that there can be some huge benefits of you sharing your goals with people. You just don't know what advice you're going to get and where it may lead you. As I started to develop more connections and relationships with musical directors and musicians in the circles of shows that I wanted to play, I started to tell them straight out, you know, I'd really love to play this kind of show one day. Or if you hear of any openings coming up that you think I might be suitable for, please keep me in mind. This approach actually led me to being asked to sub on a musical theater show in my hometown. 
I'd actually sent an email to a musical director who I knew was coming to my town with a big theatre show just to meet up for a coffee and a chat and talk about the musical theatre scene and see if he had any tips on ways to maybe help me get into it a little bit more. He was super gracious with his time and said yes to meeting up for a coffee. So we were talking and I explained to him how I really, really wanted to get into the scene and what I'd done before. And as we were talking, he started to ask me more and more specific questions about what I'd done in the past and if I'd feel comfortable doing a gig like he was on right now. As it turned out, they were actually looking for a sub drummer to come in and play that specific show in a couple of nights time because their other drummer had to fly out of town. Now, I ended up getting asked to sub on that show for a couple of weeks and I know that that wouldn't have happened had I not reached out to that musical director for a coffee and a chat and told him that I really wanted to get into this scene one day. Of course, my experience in playing helped and I wouldn't have been asked to do the gig if I wasn't ready for it and he didn't trust me, but perhaps I wouldn't have been asked and I wouldn't have been top of mind if I hadn't reached out in the first place. Now, the fifth and final thing I think you can do to help get you closer to your dream gig is to put yourself out there and do everything you can to physically play with the musicians in the circles of shows and gigs that you want to do. Now, I know, again, this can be easier said than done, but if that's the case where you're from a smaller town where a lot of these shows and tours don't originate from and the circles of musicians aren't exactly doing those kind of gigs, then use the internet to your advantage. Make recordings of yourself playing these specific styles and even specific excerpts from shows and put it online, put it on YouTube, put it on Instagram, make it known that this is a dream gig of yours. I know it can be super overwhelming in the sea of incredible content of uh, amazing plays that there are now, but it's really a situation where you have to be in it to be considered. Because if you're not making recordings of yourself and putting them out there, then someone else will be. We've all heard stories of someone being discovered online for a really high profile gig. And although that is the dream situation, it's certainly not a normal thing. It can happen. Better still, if by now you've been able to establish some kind of direct connection with some musical directors or musicians in the scenes of gigs that you want to do, then send your material straight to them. And again, make it known that you want to do this kind of work. Now, please listen to me when I say that if you are fortunate enough to have some direct communication with MDs and musicians in the circles where you want to go, don't take that for granted. Don't hassle them. Don't be annoying. Don't keep asking, have you got a gig for me yet? Just be grateful to have it. Send them your material directly. And again, make it known that you do want to do this kind of work. But whatever you do, don't be annoying. For me, ever since I did that in-person audition for Cirque when I was 15 years old, that was the beginning of my relationship with the company. From then, I had a connection with the musical director and the casting department of the company, and I didn't take that for granted at all. I made recordings of myself, of the new things I was doing, the new bands I was in, and updated it every six months. Now, certainly they didn't ask me to do that, but I took it upon myself to try and stay top of mind with them and just to keep them updated with the new things that I was doing. Every six months, I would put together a new highlights package of live gigs or shows that I was doing, as well as just playing along to backing tracks of various styles and genres and sending that through to them. The idea for me was kind of twofold. It was to, of course, show them what I was doing and what I could do, but also, as mentioned, it was just to try and stay at the front of their mind so if an opportunity did come up, they would think of me. Now, I did that for about four years since I was 15, 
And in that time, I was actually presented for about four different Cirque shows to the musical directors of those shows specifically. They'd send me material from the shows, I'd record it and send it back to them. Now, I missed out on getting those four shows and every time I was really, really disappointed. But it didn't stop me from updating my kit because I knew that each gig I missed out on, I was hopefully getting closer to actually getting a contract. And my hard work and persistence eventually paid off because when I was 19 years old, I got my first contract with Cirque du Soleil. It was for the show Corteo and it was a half drums, half percussion show. And I think that's where my skill set really gave me an advantage in that sense where I was playing percussion as well as drum set. I still remember the week leading up to finally getting that email telling me that I got my first contract with the company. Because Australia is pretty much the opposite time zone to Canada, I was waking up at all hours of the night just refreshing my email to see if something had come through. I knew that the MD and the casting director and the artistic director were reviewing the kits and an answer was coming very soon. So that just made me even more anxious and nervous to check the email as much as I possibly could. When it finally did come through, it was literally a dream come true. All those years of persistence and hard work and dedication, making connections, working on my craft, I felt like had finally paid off. I was so, so happy. I don't think I really realized though that that was just the very beginning of a whole new chapter of learning and development as a musician and as a person. Now I've been with Cirque du Soleil now for 14 years and it really still is a dream gig for me. Every show that I play to this day, I think of a young version of me maybe sitting in the crowd watching and being just as impressed and in awe as I was when I was 10 years old. And that really drives me to do my best every single day because I know that I could be inspiring the next generation of drummer to come and do this gig one day. Now, I hope that's given you an idea of how I was able to achieve my dream gig. But more importantly, I hope that it's given you inspiration to take some steps to achieving your dream gig. But I really want to hear from you. Have you had the experience to actually play your dream gig yet? Or do you feel like you're taking some good steps towards it, but are struggling with some other areas of getting to your dream gig? Please let me know in the comments below. Any questions you have, I'll do my absolute best to answer them. Thank you so, so much for watching and for sticking around. I really hope you got something valuable and inspirational out of checking out the video. Please head to drummersperspective.com, sign up to the mailing list, and I'll see you next time on Drummer's Perspective.